0: And welcome back to the Gay Racing Podcast. It is Zach and Alex back with you for our season finale episode. We're going to talk about a few things today. We're going to talk about... um, We're going to look at some of our predictions that we made earlier in the season before the season started. We're going to hand out some Slay and Flop Awards of the year. We're going to take a brief peek to 2024. And if you remember our prediction episode, we had a special guest join us and, well she's back taylor kitchen is joining us here um also known as above the yellow line on youtube and social media so taylor taylor welcome back to the gay racing podcast we are so excited to have you back how are you doing how has the year been we haven't seen you since in what february or january whenever so
1: how's it been well, has been well. First off, thanks for having me. I yeah. always love it here, and so it's always so fun to chat. Um, but yeah, no, it's been a crazy year. Honestly, like just personally, best year of my life. <laughs> it's been awesome, um, and oh, what I a crazy it. season. So, yeah. yeah.
0: I'm so excited to get into it with you because I mean, you were just such the perfect person to talk about all this stuff with. I don't know. I mean, oh my- Alex, we just enjoyed so much when we had our own before. So I'm just, yeah, I'm pumped, and I'm I'm claiming some souls today. I'm gonna. Fair warning, oh, I right love now. It. Your driver might be one of them. I'm claiming their soul today. They're gonna have a curse. 2024. It's not not my fault though. It's not my fault. It's just ha- what has Jackson to happen. is
2: Jackson is Denny Hamlin era <laughs> now. Like he's just gonna Kyle be every one of your drivers.
0: Kyle Larson lost one championship, and now I'm just like I'm I'm coming for everybody. I'm I'm so wow. this is my revenge tour.
1: You're coming for blood.
0: You're, you're ready to go. Yep, I am. I really well, am.
2: To be fair. To be fair, Zach, I did just put you through two weeks of Blaney hell having Brooke on two weeks in a row. That's true. So I mean, well, hey, Blaney did not make it easy there. on you.
0: I got some things to say about our man Ryan Blaney.
1: Oh, don't so do it. I it will. sounds negative. Don't do uh, it. I, I oh, talk no. all you want. <laughs> talk want all, you want. Sorry,
0: can talk Alex, all you championship. Sorry, Alex, you're want. sick right now because you got the hang the Blaney championship hangover. Oop, oop. The, the championship oh. hangover. Oop. We'll get it. We'll get oh, into no. all that today. That's that's the <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, I'd love to hear it, but let's go ahead and just open up with the 2023 racing season in review. How would we rate this season? Notable moments. We're getting to slain flop of the year, but, and I guess like, we'll kind of talk about more NASCAR since we're more NASCAR focused, but has this been the best season in recent memory? Because I mean, there's still like positive and negatives with the next gen car parody, the parody kind of closed up a little bit as teams have figured out this car. But, like, we still have really cool moments, like, at Chicago and North Wilkesboro. So, like, Alex, I kind of want to, like, throw it off to you first. Like, what do you think about, like, this season, NASCAR and otherwise?
2: I really think this is probably the best season in the past decade. I think I said that about last year, too. I think this Gen 7 era, I'm really growing to like it. And I'm back in love with NASCAR. I kind of fell out of love with NASCAR in 2019 and 2020. But it's back nascar feels like it's back i know the tv ratings maybe don't show that but from who cares the track and being like a diehard fan right now like it it just feels like how we did when i was a kid again you know Mm -hmm. and we haven't really had that like this was just a season solely focused on the racing and i put it over last year because last year got a little too silly for my liking in the playoffs but this just had everything and of course laney won that's really cool for me (laughs) Solid oh. season. Well, I guess it is the we best season ever for you, isn't it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> guess so. Um, and, I mean, I'll throw it off to you, Taylor, um, now, but, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, as as a Blaney fan myself, I was very happy with the outcome of this season, but even to as a whole, it, it felt it, it didn't feel as crazy as last year. With the introduction of a new car, there's gonna be stuff that just goes wrong, right? Because you're, you're finally figuring out this car and how it runs in actual race situations not a testing situation but a race situation so we're, we're learning we're evolving we fix some issues uh but in terms of the best season in recent memory i don't know like it's up there but i i don't know if it's like the best i will say with the 75 year celebration it helped it a lot oh, um cool. with the chicago street course sure. like you said Um, that helped with the wow factor the return to north wilkesboro i think we did a great job honoring our sports past while also looking forward to the future this year which was very exciting so i would give it like the season like a 90 percent. i thought it was great and the competition this year was also stellar i thought it was pretty good overall
0: and that kind of like the two like new events that we had on the schedule kind of highlight that like the the sports past and the sports future we went back to north wilkesboro that was a huge event kyle larson won the all-star race there and then we go to chicago And then we have an international superstar come in for his first cup race ever and wins like such a, it was such a huge deal. Just not only just on a national level, but an international level, people seeing like NASCAR got so much attention just from SVG winning Chicago. Like that was just such a big moment, probably one of the biggest moments of the year. Like Mm -hmm. it was so cool. And, my kind of review on the season kind of gets into my sleigh of the year. And Alex, I guess we're kind of ready to transition into our sleighs of the yeah. year, um, that we're gonna give out because my sleigh of the year is the NASCAR playoffs. And you might be like, Okay, that's mm. that's kind of weird because they didn't change at all. Yet my perception of them completely flipped one eighty in one year. I don't I don't even understand why. And I think it's mostly to do with this new era of nascar the next gen car because the way what determines a really fast team i feel like is all about the personnel it's all about the humans that are behind that car like whether it's the driver the team the people back at the shop and i think the playoffs are the best way in like the sport to kind of show like show these humans performing under pressure right again back at the shop behind the pit wall in the cockpit and the playoffs this year, we had, the you know, Ryan Blaney won the championship, and he had, like, what, maybe the sixth best average finish, I think? I'd have to look back. I don't actually know. But, you know, he wasn't, like, the obvious favorite throughout the whole year. He did not have a lot of top 10s, right? Yet, I feel like, narratively, Ryan Blaney fits so well as a champion.
2: Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. it
0: Because of his round of eight performance, because of the fall off from, like, the JGR cars, like Truex and Hamlin. Right. And then Larson having his, you know, really good year, almost championship winning year, which fits a lot of his season. He almost won this race, but then something happened. So narratively, the season made so much sense. It was so exciting to watch. And it the playoffs helped that the playoffs were exciting to watch for me. And I love the playoffs now. And I did not think I would be saying that because in 2020. Yeah, go ahead.
1: Well, I was going to say the difference between last year's playoffs and this year's playoffs is last year we had all those new winners with the Gen yeah. 7 car, and I felt like we had a lot of drivers in the playoffs that could not make a compelling run. Mm-hmm. This year, we had, yeah. I kid you not, I think every single driver, even Stenhouse or Michael McDowell, they could have made it past the first round in the playoffs with how their teams ran that season, yeah. or I guess I guess now last yeah. season. Right. Uh, I think that's what made it so exciting is it was anyone's game. There was no clear favorite. Of course, I think Byron and Truex were the favorite going into the playoffs, but still you were like, but maybe Chris Buescher could do it. Maybe Brad Kozlowski could do something. Maybe Tyler Reddick. Like, it was a year where you didn't know the exact outcome, and I think that's what made it so exciting, and I think the playoffs this year served its purpose in putting the best of the best in that round of 16. I think that's the first time in a long time it's done that.
2: You nailed that. Like, that's exactly it. And But like you said, Taylor, too, like, this season, it just didn't, like, at any points outside of, like, the broadcast in the first half of the year. Like, it was just solid throughout the whole year racing-wise.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: yeah like I
0: again it's I can't believe because in 2020 I was so hard on the playoffs and even like 2021 when Larson almost lost the championship at the last race I'm just like this format so stupid and it kind of ruined my enjoyment of his championship but now I am just again kind of like how Alex said he fell back in love with NASCAR well I think me accepting these playoffs really let me kind of fall back in love with NASCAR because you know, I wasn't really being like, oh, you know, NASCAR is great. But then there's the playoffs, and it's just kind of stupid. But I'm kind of over that hump, and I think it's healthier for most fans if you're going to watch NASCAR to just kind of kind have to get over it. I mean, I, and I love how the playoffs, yeah. they're not changing. Like, they're staying the same. It's helping the integrity of the sport. You know, you know, they could change something, like the last race or whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. It's pretty I'm, – I'm pretty content with it. Slay of the year to the NASCAR playoffs took – Took a whole decade for me to really love them, but
2: hey, it's I made it. <laughs>
0: it's been a long you got decade. <laughs> it.
2: And I got to say, I got to say, if you're a longtime listener of this podcast, you know that is crazy for Zach to say that. It is insane. Like, if you've been listening since like episode, this. like first 10 episodes or whatever, like it, Zach Hate was a hater. Like this I is was a hater. huge transition here. And I, I'm right wow. there with you, Zach. Like I did not like them either, but like I've really grown to love them as well. Yeah. Like, no other motorcycle. Taylor, what do you possibly. got for Slay of the Year?
1: Oh, Slay of the Year. Okay, so I thought about this quite a bit and then I was like, you know what was just solid? This is okay. I'm just gonna say NBC straight up. Oh, Slay. Like,
0: thank you. Period. Thank you. Complete I was Yes, I'm glad you said that because we didn't have that anywhere in this doc. Yep, that's it.
1: Yeah. I mean, because here's the thing, and just with sports broadcasting, part of my background, what I learned in college, one of my one of my favorite professors that I had, his name was Ken Garland. Shout out to you, Ken. <laughs> um, he said, a great sports broadcast, you should not be focusing on the commentary. It's the action first. The commentary is that like that sweet spot in the background that is adding to the action, but it is not the main focus. And that's what NBC does so well. But they Ooh. add such great analysis. And they're, they don't talk down to you. And it's just like, it's it's a well-oiled machine that I was like, man, they are on it week after week after week. And it made the racing, in yeah. my opinion, almost a little better. And they focused on more of the entire field. Yes. Like, it made me enjoy watching the races well, for the second half of the season.
0: Because Alex and I came on this podcast and talked about how great the Martinsville race was. The playoff Martinsville race. And even how great the yeah. Phoenix race was. NBC is why. That's why we enjoyed yes. those races so yes. much. And it's probably at the track, it probably was worse, which is exactly what NBC needs to be doing. They are making, it kind of reminds me of F1. And I know you said like action first, commentary second, but then like you look at some of the F1 broadcast where like David Croft is like hyping up what's going on, even though it's not that exciting. It's like for them, it's like commentary first and action second. And I think NBC sometimes does like that, like kind of you, you flip what you just said. But yeah, like we're going to talk about I'm gonna talk about Fox in a minute. Spoiler alert. But oh. you you can Fox guess why. we focus on their commentary <laughs> and it's not for the right reasons at all. Right. But NBC I think NBC,
1: yep. they do a great job of balancing the broadcast. Yes. And it's just they all do such a good job. For me, it the second half of the season, to be honest, like we can all get burnt out. It's a long season. Ooh, it is and just the that, and even too, like, shout out to MRN as well. Love them um they make these broadcasts in the second half of the season very engaging to watch it keeps me in it 100 so that's my sleigh of the year nbc you you have my heart <laughs> so thank you i'm so you.
0: glad you said that that was such a good thing to bring yeah, up me too and alex alex what is your sleigh of the year i wonder what it's going to be about huh. huh
1: i might agree with you
2: <laughs> yeah nice team so Penske flag my sleigh of the year my sleigh of the year goes to team Penske. whoa obviously didn't see that one coming Because (laughs) they won the Indy 500, won the NASCAR Cup Series Championship back in the same year. They won Cup Series Championships back-to-back. And not only that, but Joseph Newgarden and Ryan Blaney are also getting Slay of the Years. Because Joseph Newgarden and Ryan Blaney had the same problem with both of these monumental uh, things for their career. It was just like, are they ever going to do it? Are they ever going to come through and do it? And they did they finally did it yeah. and as a longtime fan of both of them it was just very rewarding to see that play out especially being at joseph's indy 500 in person just oh, thinking I'm about so that bad. makes me emotional i uh yeah that's my sleigh of the year 100 percent and i cannot wait to experience that with zach next year when kyle larson wins the indy 500 and zach is hey. crying you know be, what i, I, I can't be crying, wait throwing up
0: all of it i'm just i won't <laughs> i won't make it out. i'll of be there
2: to mom. comfort you it'll oh, be great yeah. you're gonna have to care my... me out.
1: My family yeah. was at um, the 600 this year. and We were all watching the Indy 500 in our little RV <laughs> that we had. Let's it was my grandparents, it. my parents, my boyfriend, um, some of the ATYL crew. We were all just huddled around the TV on those closing laps of the 500. And as Joseph, it looks like he was going to win. We all start like standing up. We're cheering. We're crying. I'm shaking. And I'm like, oh my God. I straight away ordered the the win diecast for him. And then, of course, uh, on Monday... We had the Blaney mm-hmm. 600 win and I'm like, well, there, there we go. I'm broke. So <laughs> that, was
0: f- that was foreshadowing. I think that was foreshadowing. It was. the Blaney 600 win True, that was foreshadowing. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah. Wow.
1: But well, yeah, I love that slay. I love yeah. it, Alex.
0: And it's hard to ignore what team Penske has done in the NASCAR side. Thank just you. mastering the playoffs these last two yeah. years, like exactly what they need to do. They hang around just long enough. And then the round of eight comes and they are on fire. Like yeah. I mean, again, it's why I it's you can't argue against the Blaney championship. He ran so fast, he beat everybody straight up for like four straight weeks. It felt like so, yeah.
2: And also, Team Penske they had no NASCAR championships up until Brad Kozlowski in twenty eleven. Now they have four. They have four. Yeah, like they have yeah. two four championships now. And... They're really racking them up, two back to back. Only ones yeah. to win in the Gen seven era. Very impressive.
1: Yeah. Team. It's true.
2: That's true, and it's like ne- going to
0: next year. It's like, how do teams approach this now that they just saw what Penske has done these last two years? Like, what is their approach now, like during the yeah. regular season? Mm-hmm. I, I'm just curious to mm-hmm. see what's gonna what's gonna happen in, the, in next year's playoffs. But now, Alex, we're gonna transition into flop of the year. These were the things of this year mm-hmm. that just didn't live up to the mark. Just didn't really exceed or yeah. really meet our expectations at all. And I'm going to kick us off here because I'm very passionate about this. Fox sports is flop of the year.
2: And I think that's two years in a row. Fox sports. Congratulations. They're
0: just, it's like team Penske two years in a row. Yikes. The only ones in the next year <laughs> to win this award. Um, Listen, here's the problem with Fox. And I used to be a Fox Stan. Like I used to love the Mike joy, Larry so, Mack really? DW back in 2013, okay, yeah. 2014, they made the races so good. Like, talk about commentary oh, yeah. first. I think they made the races better than what they were, to be honest. Especially some of the finishes. Yeah. Like, they they had so much chemistry. Then you talk about the pit reporters. The pit reporters were all great. The technology they had, like Jeff Hammond and his cutaway car. It was great. Everything was great. Perfect. But I don't know what the turning point was. I almost want to say it was when they took away mike's buddies like when they took dw out of the booth or or when dw retired or even like larry leaving the booth and not really being there it's like i think that's kind of where it all went downhill for me because the booth wasn't good anymore and then i think the flaws in the production really started to show and you know fox like cutting costs like not even having them at the track Um, oh my god like for like most of their like second series races like xfinity and trucks and it just in talk about like the pre-race shows, even they're always just in the Charlotte studio. It's just, they've gone so downhill. And now if you look back at like the 2023 Daytona 500 finish, Mike Joey is ready to take a nap as he calls the finish of that race. Like, and I have so much respect for Mike Joey. I really do. But from the keyboard warrior comments and just how how much, how much he seems to be checked out. I literally want him to retire. Like, I don't want him in my broadcast anymore, and I can't believe oh. I'm saying that. I'm Whoa. claiming, I'm claiming that soul. I'm claiming that his soul is mine. I don't want him in my broadcast. <laughs> First soul anymore. of the show. <laughs> First soul of the show, Mike Joy. I'm sorry, but he's just so he's so done, and it's I don't even know if it's his fault, but he just doesn't have the same chemistry as he used to have. You know, he doesn't have that chemistry with Clint Boyer or whatever random guy they have in the booth with them that week. Of course, it's going to be different than Harvick now, but I just think it's, you know, it's a new era in NASCAR, next gen. I think Mike Joy, it's... I don't know. And that's just... He's not the only problem with Fox, right? The <laughs> production and the camera it's choices, those are horrible. We miss so many wrecks. It's just... But I just feel like Mike Joy is, like, kind of, like, the the poster boy for it. Or, like, how far Fox has fallen. Because you can just see it in him. Like, he's just so checked out. So, like, the yeah. only part of fox that's salvageable to me is like jamie mcmurray and larry mack like get them out of
2: there everyone else there like i'm so over it like yeah it's so bad and i just want to say i was on this podcast saying fox should lose their tv contract like a year early like earlier this year Mm -hmm. i I was saying they should not be renewed all they're going to get renewed and i was on here saying they shouldn't like this is embarrassing it's awful for the sport and you have your lead commentator saying, like insulting their fans, yeah, on air, right. like there and were even just too, so many things.
1: I mean, like the yeah. truck broadcasts as well are horrendous a nightmare and. And I want to preface this, at least from my standpoint, by saying I understand how difficult it is to put together a live sports broadcast. I've been in front of the camera. Um, I've been behind the camera doing like uh, assistant directing and things like that for like basketball, hockey, whatever. So I get it. I really do. But if you don't have a team that gels well together, if you don't have that chemistry one, if you don't have that good communication, your broadcasts are doomed. And I don't know if that's the problem at Fox. Yeah. Um, but it's, it just feels like nobody's clicking at this point. I will say, I love race hub. I think it's fun. Caitlin, Vency, slay, yeah, love slay. her. Um, but I, I think it's time to make some changes and I know you'd like to keep your staple people. I get it, but we, you, Fox during the off season needs to take a hard look at their broadcast, a hard look at their production team and say, what is going to make us better and make those changes? Maybe take some advice, take some notes from NBC yeah. respectfully. Honestly. Um, but, yeah, it's getting to the point where I'm like, oh, in Daytona 500, I'm excited. And then I'm like, oh, wait. <laughs> so, like, again, oh, with yeah. all respect, but still, like, yeah. there, there's parts of uh, Fox that I love. I really do. Um, and I think Harvick's going to be a great addition exactly. to the booth. I think I'm he so excited. help some
0: of these problems because Kevin's yeah. not going to keep his mouth shut. I hope.
1: I right. Hope. No. Harvick has said that he's going to keep everybody honest in the booth. He is not going to let people hide. He's going to tell the truth. He is going to be very vocal about certain things, which I appreciate and what and that's what we need. Um so I, I think next year has hoped to be better for Fox, but I am still nervous and I, I will agree um respectfully that it, it was a flop this year. Yeah.
0: And again, I think it hurts. It just hurts a lot for me because they used to be great. They used to be my favorite. Yeah. Like it's,
2: that's same. why it hurts so much. So same yeah and one other thing like you mentioned with harvick if it's not good with harvick they shouldn't get the tv contract again and i know that's not how it's gonna work yeah like if harvick oh. isn't in there and they don't make a bunch of changes and i i think I'm, NASCAR, gonna, I'm like okay you tried like, bye i feel out. like
0: they fox like i feel like the fox executives don't even want nascar almost. and
1: that's my thing it's like it it, it the broadcast come across as they don't care about NASCAR. that's the thing But they want to hold on to the contract, which is I'm like, okay, well, which one is it? I know it brings you in some revenue and things like that, but I feel like if you want to have that contract, you need to care about it because the fans care about it, the people in the booth care about it, the drivers care about the sport. Show you care. It almost reminds me of
0: like ESPN having the Indy 500 and like having it like on ABC, but like that was their one race. Like I almost like, does Fox need Mm. to do that? Like Fox can have the Daytona 500. Their Easter weekend, the Coke 600, and then, like, like the rest of the year, like, someone else has it. Like, I don't, because it, it, they're not showing it as can handle up. this week to week stuff. Yeah. To be honest, that's, that's what fair. it reminds me of. But, anyways, I'm down. Let's um, do it. Oof. So, um, it. <laughs> who wants to go next? Alex or Taylor? I do want to say, or go ahead. I,
2: I want to I wanna say one more thing about Fox. Yeah, one ahead. more thing about Fox. Best broadcast this year. Was when they had Jamie McMurray in the booth with Clint Boyer. Okay. Yes. You need someone who can talk Clint Boyer down. You can like shut up, shut up, Clint. You need someone like that. Jamie McMurray is sassy. He will do that. Yeah. You need <laughs> Jamie McMurray up there, I think. Harvick might do that.
0: Oh, Harvick, Harvick will might do be that. Like, okay, he you, will. You need to
2: shut up. Let me talk. Harvick's so, the alpha. I'm a little hopeful, but we'll see. Well, um, But yeah.
1: And for Jamie McMurray, I don't know if you guys listened to the to the Dale Jr. Yeah, download. But yeah, talking about how he wanted an opportunity to join the booth, and they and were they like, nah, bro, him? you good. That's that doesn't make sense
0: yeah. to me. Makes like, no sense. They were like, nah, we're just kind of Mike and Jeff in there alone. What? Are you kidding me? Again, nah. remember when Mike like...
2: Joyce said, I'm Jeff Gordon. I'm <laughs> <laughs> He wishes. <laughs> you remember that? That's funny.
0: I don't wow.
1: remember that oh my god
2: it was like it was one of the covid broadcasts it was so funny
1: wow
3: okay
2: uh, anyway <laughs> what a
1: memory oh
2: um gosh. i'll do my flop of the year next um goes to martin truex juniors playoffs
0: oh yep
2: because like what a disaster what Whoa. happened i don't what, think what happened i
0: has there been a comparable like regular season champion that had that worse of a playoffs in like the history of not even just the playoffs but the chase too when it was the chase like that was bad. But I can think of. That I don't think bad. there's
1: anything comparable. I honestly. can't think
0: of anything because they got. I mean, honestly, they got lucky that they even made it to the round of eight. To be honest, that they barely scrapped together good yeah. enough finishes to make it that yeah. far. Like, it's just sad. And I don't really know what it was because, you know, the 11 team was still performing early in the playoffs and the 20 team made it to the final four. So it's not an organization thing. It's part
1: of me feels like, I mean, there's a lot of like faltering under pressure, but I think something that we talked about on my show, um, I think last week too, was the relationship that Truex has with James Small and Mm -hmm. how it's, when you hear the radio conversation, there is a lot of tension there. I'm not saying it's a bad relationship, but it needs to be looked at under a microscope going into next season and saying, okay, is the way we're communicating, is that healthy? Did this help Did this yeah. help or hurt our season? I think that might have had some to do with how things went downhill, but sometimes too, it's just luck. You have bad luck. And I think that's what Turks ran into first round of the playoffs. And then it yeah. just kept going.
0: I mean, it all started with them getting into the wall in Darlington during practice, yeah. right? just just that little thing and it spiraled out of control to where they just couldn't get a handle on their season at all or their playoffs rather like, and that's, I mean, that's kind of what the playoffs are testing you on, right? Like how do you handle adversity? How can you show up to this race and be on your game? And the 19 team cracked so much for nine straight weeks. They cracked. If you ask me, like even when in the round of eight, when it was like, okay, Truex is finally back they made mistakes and i think every single race or something went wrong like the engine blowing in miami like every every single week something went wrong so yeah. some of it was their fault some of it wasn't some of it is like quality control at the shop or whatever or whatever parts they bought cuz it's spec series but yeah i mean i don't know it's just sad to see and you know how is is martin really going to want to do this for that much longer because alex and i keep saying he's he's ready for his
2: boat he's ready yeah. for the boat so so, Taylor, do you know the track Daisy Cruiser in Mario Kart?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah.
2: So we, Big on Mario Kart. Zach and, I were playing, Zach and I were playing Mario Kart last night, and Zach says, this is gonna be... This is Martin Truex's favorite track. It's on a boat. It's, it's a boat. race track on a boat. And I think... If NASCAR wants to keep Martin Shrewick's after next year, they're going to have to add Daisy Cruiser to the NASCAR schedule. Oh,
0: That's yeah. only track he's
2: going to want to yeah. be on. Isn't there, he's like, a, a little
0: underwater section where, with fish? So there's fish. Yeah. Yeah, fishing. yeah, yeah, fishing. yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. otherwise, he's out. He's gone.
2: He's oh, yeah. he gone. John Henry oh, yeah. Yeah. A check to Joe Gibbs Racing.
3: Oh, God. I oh, would God. bet
2: money he retires after this year. I Yeah. Well, 24. I have a... I have a
0: bold well, prediction about yeah. Martin Trix Jr. later in the show. So I'll
2: save my opinion on that for later. Who? In the meantime, Taylor, do you have a flop? I'm of excited the year? for this.
1: Okay, so y'all took my answers. I'm gonna be real with you. Oh you did. Really? <laughs> but
2: I think they were the but. top two. Real. yeah
1: i was like you guys had some really good flops and that's exactly what i would have said but i'm gonna add to this um also horrific seasons chase elliott and alex bowman mm. like mm. y- you would have thought at least for chase you he would have bounced back what yeah
0: yeah honestly can i say the whole entirety of hendrick motorsports because <gasps>
1: okay that's where i was gonna go with this so yeah,
0: go ahead i'm glad cook. we're kind of on the same page i'm gonna let yeah, you yeah. cook
1: thank you I'm, I'm a cook taylor kitchen
0: cooking um <laughs> <laughs> That makes sense. That's funny. I I didn't even—I didn't even think about that. Okay, so Hendrick Motorsports. Yep.
1: Yes. So (laughs) Hendrick Motorsports. So obviously, William Byron comes into the playoffs as one of the favorites to win it, right? Right. To win the championship, along with Martin Trix Jr. Um, Martinsville um, politely shat the bed, Um, and then just at Phoenix couldn't get it done. I think his car was the worst of the championship. For Kyle Larson, again, like you said, he got close, but like his season just didn't quite do it, and it was there was this expectation oh. on Hendrick Motorsports to get it after half of their drivers had pretty okay seasons, Byron, great, Larson, fine, um, but Bowman and Elliott with the injuries, it threw them off, Bowman came into the season before his injury, top in points, yeah. um, most consecutive top tens, and then Elliott, I think my biggest flop moment for Chase Elliott was the Coke 600, he knew that he had to win, or he had to be consistent in his results to make it to the playoffs with him missing so many weeks, Then he intentionally wrecks Danny Hamlin, knowing the situation he's in, and gets suspended. That is an oversight. Like, I don't know what he was... In the moment, obviously, you're heated, but I'm like, that to me is a major flop. It is a small moment. But I'm like, if that didn't happen, Chase Elliott...
0: It reflects bigger kind of things going on with Chase Elliott. It does.
1: It does. And I think this year, too, and we even talked about it at the track, and I think... I don't know if it was Claire B. Lang or somebody asked him about this at Michigan or something like that, but... It was, he's very He acted very different this season. He seems pissed off all the time. Of course, it's not his year, but he's just a different chase this year, but in a bad way. So, I mean, honestly, if I had to pick a bigger flop between Bowman and Elliott, it's Elliott yeah. this year. Because Bowman,
0: so, I mean, Bowman's more just unlucky. Like, he got injured while oh, racing. Yeah. And there was that whole debate about, like, should they be doing extracurriculars and, oh, you know, dad. It's just, it's a hard yeah. concept because yes these guys are representing like so much like at this national level right. of motorsport. They have to accept the responsibility of what they're doing and unfortunately, I mean, you know, Bowman has to accept the responsibility for what happened. Chase has to accept his responsibility for both things that happened with his season. Right. Um so, you know, it's just it's weird like that where it's like it's hard to like criticize them for it, but at the same time they happen. And again, you look at Byron and Larson. I mean, you have two cars in the final four. Byron was, you know, he was like the Winston champion, I think, or close to it. Right. Like yeah. he's so fast all season. Yeah. Larson should have won so many races this year, but missed, mm-hmm. missed as many races, missed as many race wins as he won. Right. Like he should yeah. have had double the amount. It's just such a, could have been such a bigger year. Like you let team Penske come in and swoop in at the last minute. Like it's just kind yeah, of embarrassing.
1: Ford was bad at the beginning of the yeah. season, and then RFK picked it up. Uh, Front Motorsports even picked it up with Michael McDowell, right. and then Penske just started True. to come in at the end. And I will say, just as a whole, the racing gods really looked at Hendrick Motorsports this year, and they're like, "No, sorry, no. honey, it's not your year."
0: Which is just, <laughs> like, yeah. Again, some of it's bad luck, but either way, it's a flop. Like it's yeah, just for sure. I we expected yeah. better of them. They should have won the championship. There's almost no yeah. excuse that they didn't. So fair,
2: right. And now let's take a look at some of the predictions that we made earlier this year together. Oh, this boy. Fun.
1: <laughs> oh, no. So
2: first thing we had was number of winners in the 2023 season. These were coming off of 22, where they had a whole bunch. It was like a, nearly tied the record, I believe, for most in the season. Uh, Taylor, you and I, we both said 13 winners. Mm-hmm. Zach, you said 16. So actual, before the playoffs, was 13 so we were right in that point, Taylor. But Love then that. when you add in SVG and Almondinger's win during the playoffs, you had 15. I was so one pretty off. Pretty close. I was one, one off. off.
0: Who like missed a win but would have been a 16th winner? Who 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 did that? Chase. Well, hmm. no, not Chase. Not Chase at Indy. Because Harvick. Was... Harvick. Harvick lost Harvick. like two. Harvick at like Phoenix. Harvick should have won Phoenix. Yeah. In earlier in the year. He was close at Talladega. Close at yeah. Talladega. Well, he... yeah, kind of.
1: Brad Keselowski, Brad. I think. Yep. Well, yeah, true. Brad was one that should have Man. won, but didn't.
0: So close, so close. Mm. Oh, well, yeah.
2: yep.
1: Man, well, with Price's so, Right rules, I'm going to say that Alex yeah. and I were right. <laughs>
3: Closest spot going I over. I agree.
2: <laughs> what? How does that work?
1: Price is Right.
2: <laughs> we went over.
0: Price is Right must be stupid, then. That don't make no sense. <laughs> I got closer. That don't make no sense. What?
2: Oh my god. You old people Over. watching your
0: daytime TV. Price
2: is right rules. You no know one watched Price is right. Oh my god. Good lord. Okay. <laughs> so now old predictions.
0: Oh I don't no. think any
2: of us got these right. My dumbass. Um said, I was pro that was probably the closest. My dumbass said it was gonna rain uh, in the yeah. desert. Yeah, Zach said it was gonna <laughs> rain championship weekend in Phoenix. That in did not desert. happen.
3: Mm-mm.
2: Mine. Was Kyle Bush would get five or more wins. He got three. Good. Pretty proud of that. That was pretty close. That's Uh, good. I think if he could have had the same season he did in the first half as he did the second half, I think he would have got there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just wasn't meant to be. And then Taylor, you said not Hendrick, not Pinsky, or Gibbs would win the The entire
0: final four Uh, is just these (laughs) three organizations. Yes. Here's
1: what I will say. Okay. Uh Here's what I will say. So um, RFK came close. So I I was a little close, but, um, and I have a video that's going to be released Monday or Tuesday with all my predictions from 2023, but I did say the championship winner will win three races. They'll have three race wins in the season. Brian Blaney came away with three race wins. You cooked. So I'm at least going to give myself that, but that bold prediction that you you just read there, Alex, trash, garbage. um, Very unfortunate. I laugh at myself.
0: Well, you know, I have some copium with my bold prediction because I I said Championship Weekend would have rain because I knew one of the races was just going to be complete chaos. Oh yeah, and so the truck race was complete chaos. So I was kind of right.
2: Fair. Honestly, it should have rained during the truck race.
0: It should. It would have been. It would, bad. Have, it all off. It would have been bad. <laughs> I, <laughs> no, it should have like, rained on like the final lap, and then like Ben yeah, Rose just yeah. wrecks. That would have been oh, great. Oh my god. Ugh. I
1: did predict. Um, a rain, rained out Coke 600 weekend. I did predict that back in January, which
0: is nuts. You should be a weather weather woman. Ooh, no. (laughs) No. You're good at it. I'm not good at it. (laughs) Better you than
1: me. Respect to all the weather folks out there, but like, I don't understand it. I just, I'm just like, "Mm, my knees hurt a little bit today. It's going to rain. That's how it goes. (laughs) You
2: know? Oh my gosh. So (laughs) that's great. That's funny. So championship four and champion that we predicted. Um, let's start with the uh, championship four. Zach's champ four was Truex, Hamlin, Reddick, Larson. You and got I, one of the four. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Keep going. And then I had Bell, Harvick, Reddick, Larson. I had two of the four. Nice. And Taylor had Harvick, Blaney, <laughs> Byron, Elliott. Two of the four. Not that bad, to be honest. No. Not that bad. Like, and then champions. Oh, no. Zach had MJ. TrueX. That that aged well, Zach. I'm proud of you. H-well. Hey, uh, he was
0: one win at Martinsville away from like doing fair. it. I swear.
2: <laughs> I swear. That would have been so funny. I wouldn't have even been mad, honestly. Same. uh I had Bell as my champion. That's good. And then Taylor, you had Kevin Harvick. That's Y'all, on that, that would have been so cool. Y'all were on it some would've... Harvick copium, like.
0: Y'all we were... I don't know. I don't know what... I don't remember what my expectations were for Harvick going into this season. But, like, I just feel like yeah. I've seen it so many times, like, with these drivers retiring. Their final year is just... It's never... not. It's not really exceeding expectations, I guess. I'll say that.
1: You know, and that's what I thought for Kevin Harvick's final year. I'm like he's just gonna ride into the sunset it might not be a pretty final year i didn't expect i mean i my heart wanted him to win the championship i'm like if i'm going bold then fine but if i was being honest with myself i'm like i just want him to be competitive this year and he kind of was he was the most competitive at steward racing so i can i can leave with that being very happy
2: yeah but yeah true. you know harvick i kind of expected him not to do more, but he, mm-hmm. he kind of hyped it up as like, I'm not going to give an F. This my no F's giving yeah. tour. Then like, he didn't really do anything like that. Hopefully he saves that energy for Fox.
0: He gave me an F. Yes. Like, I feel like he was giving out plenty of F's sometimes. I don't know. Mm. Especially in those playoff interviews.
2: Like, he was giving some F's out. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was checked out. I mean, I don't blame him, but... Yeah. So now we're gonna gonna transition over to 2024 i'm rubbing my hands together i'm nervous we asked our listeners to give us some topic ideas and some questions to talk about and you guys gave us some really good questions so thank you for that
0: yeah so
2: zach would you like to read off our first one
0: so yes so um hold on my doc is sideways there we go so Um, Our first question is, which rookie in the NASCAR Cup series will be the most exciting to watch between Zane Smith, Carson Hosevar, and Josh Berry? That is from Evan on X Twitter. Um, I will go first. So I think it's going to be Carson Hosevar who will be the most exciting because he's going to make so many mistakes and he's going to create so much drama. He will be so exciting. The most boring is going to be Zane Smith. Guess who's going to win Rookie of the Year? Zane Smith. But he's going to be the most boring, I oh. think. Well, Josh Berry mm-hmm. might win Rookie of the Year, actually. I just think SHR and Josh Berry, they're going to struggle so much. More mm-hmm. on that later. But no, Carson Josefovar, without a doubt, is going to be the most exciting.
2: So I totally agree. Josefovar's the answer to this question. Agree. Okay. Josh Berry is going to be running like 30th every week. So I, I don't I don't know about him being like winning Rookie of yeah. the Year. but
0: I mean, he might like, Maybe he'll surprise us at like Martin's or something, but yeah. fair. I don't know.
1: I'm on board I with know. y'all. Yeah.
0: I, agree. I think that awesome. was a pretty that was a pretty easy one, but good question though, still. I I yeah. I'm very excited to see what Hosevar ends up doing.
2: I'll just put it at that. Ends up doing. Good or bad. Yeah. Um fair. gonna cause drama. Um Alex,
0: do you wanna read the next one?
2: Yeah. So this is from Adam on Twitter. Where will SVG win in twenty twenty four? This is bold. He's like, where will SVG win? Not if. Where will? We are confident in one guy
0: right here. And you know what? I'm here for it. Because I think he's going to win two races in the Xfinity Series on road courses. Duh. Um, I assume they're going to make him run all the road courses. It would be kind of silly if they didn't. Um, I said Coda and Chicago. <laughs> I just picked two that were kind of early in the season. so
2: <laughs> mm. eh. I'm thinking Chicago and Xfinity. If he, if he gets a win, it'll be there.
1: Mm-hmm. I'm on the same page. I think the Cup Series, they've kind of figured him out. No one's going to underestimate him anymore. I, I think it's going to be Xfinity Series, and I think Chicago. Or if he runs Portland, maybe actually, Portland.
0: You know what? Ooh, I'm true. changing from Portland. Coda because Coda has like too much restart BS. So, actually, I'm going yeah. to Portland and Chicago. I, I got to change it. There we go.
2: Or answer. I forget that about that track. Yeah,
1: I love Portland. It's so it's such an underrated track for Xfinity, but the their race there this year was awesome. I loved it. Also, the broadcast was good. Just gotta say, real quick, like Dave Burns, um, he was in the booth for that. Usually he's on I Pit like Road. Him. He he did a great job in the booth. So like if the CW so needs underrated. somebody, they're or putting Fox. together a team.
0: Fox it, might need ah, to coach Dave Burns. Ah, ah, I'm just saying you know, <laughs> Dave maybe. Burns can cut, man. He's good. He's I really know. good. Him I, on the Imza broadcast are good. Like during oh, 24. he's great. Oh, oh yeah. my gosh, yeah, love him.
1: I'm also wondering if this was Adam, my my Adam from ATYL. He's he's really loves SVG. Mm. Could be him, as Adam well. Lemery. Yeah. Huh. Um.
0: Yeah. So yeah. Nick on Instagram asks us: Is Chris Buescher gonna make a title run? I mean, he had a great year this year. Three wins. Can't ignore that. Made it to the round of eight. Just kind of fell apart once they got to the round of eight. And Alex, we were kind of alluding it to maybe it's just like playoff pressure like everyone on the team was just starting to overthink things i don't know what your thought is on that taylor but um like i'll throw it off to you like what do you what do you think about chris busher next year or just in general okay
1: first off i love chris busher love him love rfk like one of my favorites um I think it was a lot of pressure. I talked to him after um, the Roval when he advanced to the next round of the playoffs, and I was like, so, you know, how prepared are you guys going into the round of eight? Kind of like, what, what's your mentality? You haven't made it that far before. What, what do you guys think? He goes, I mean, he basically said, we're not prepared. I mean, he goes, we were so focused on this round that going into the round of eight, we just, we don't know. This Whoa. is on territory. Well, it so,
3: showed. It, it showed. And it
1: showed. Um, I have... Like the exact quote was like, I don't know, it's on YouTube somewhere, but it was along those same lines. And I'm like, okay, that makes sense with how he ran. Cause his team, it, they just didn't seem prepared, but hopefully they learned from this year and they'll go and carry all of that momentum onto next year and make it even farther. I would have loved to have seen him in the championship for this year. I thought he deserved it. Um, but when the playoffs hit, it just, that team just didn't perform.
0: So it's, yeah. yeah. It's going to be hard for them to go from the level of not even being in the points talk for the final four to then going to a championship contender, if you ask me. I just think that's kind of unrealistic. I think my expectation for them is that they will make the round of eight again, but Mm -hmm. I think they'll actually be battling at the cut line on points. I don't think he's going to make it to the final four, but... He'll be battling at the cut line on points. Like, he'll be well, running with the Gibbs cars and such. And Hendrick.
1: And here's my concern. I, I'm concerned because I feel like Trackhouse had a similar run to RFK. Um, when when Trackhouse ran last year, Yeah, true. Um, RFK had the same type of momentum this year. I'm nervous RFK is going to falter next season. It's going to have the same type of feel. And That's where I'm
0: nervous. They have a new Ford That's body. That's going to take no. some time to get used to and figure out. So yeah. there's concerns there. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting sure. to watch.
2: Yeah. I mean, I think RFK, that is the biggest question. Like, can they follow up what they did this year? Because they made a huge gain this year over last year. Mm-hmm. If they make the same kind of gain again, like that's gonna be very intense. Yeah. But I don't see Busher as a champion next year. But I mean, he showed at Phoenix that like if he did get there, yeah, he was gonna be a threat. So really interesting and i didn't know that quote that he told you taylor that's kind of crazy because it, it, sh- it showed big time because Kazlowski was running better than him the entire yeah. round of eight so i mean that's i almost think that zach and i are right that they, they were like overthinking it or something and yeah that's and really brad's got
0: so much experience and he knows exactly what the car needs well maybe not the next gen car but i don't know I, I think it definitely has something to do with it because they were in so equal all yeah. year long until the round of eight so I don't know. I don't think it was a coincidence, if you ask me. Yeah,
1: his exact quote is, um, quote, we have been driving off the hood pin, which typically is not um, a good idea, but it has been everything focused on getting through this round, which is the the round of 12, um, that I'm just not there yet. He was like, his team is not there yet. Um, The first Vegas race was so long ago, and then he talked about how they weren't that great at Vegas earlier in the year, but their program's come a long way. So I just wanted to make sure I got the quote right. My bad. Mm.
2: (laughs) Awesome. So, this next question is from a loyal listener of ours, Zach. It's from John, Belgium64 on Twitter. Uh, can Ryan Blaney finally win the Daytona 500? He got the championship. Does the master plan keep going? Do we get <laughs> the Daytona 500 win for Ryan Blaney? Um, Here's the thing.
0: I've noticed a trend, not to be Larry Mac, but the trends say... <laughs> that the champion normally has a bit of a hangover the following year. Yep. Okay.
2: Unless you're Um, Jimmy Johnson,
0: unless, well, I guess so. Um, but I mean, it's to be noted though, like, right. Like, and is it going to apply to Blaney? I mean, I don't know. We saw Kyle Larson win the second race of the following season of his championship. So maybe it won't apply to Blaney, right? Maybe Blaney can go out and win the 500. He's been so close so many times. And maybe the rest of the season will just be mid, or maybe he'll have a great season. I don't know; it's hard to predict. But I'm just gonna say no because I think Blaney. Mm. Again, it's just the the trends aren't showing that he's going to. That I just I just don't see it. But I could be wrong. It's so hard to predict. It's it's the Daytona 500. Right. Ask me on lap 199, and then I'll give you like
2: still not a confident (laughs) answer. Like oh yeah, (laughs) yeah. Fair. He totally could. He'd probably, if things were slightly different, he'd probably be a three time winner of the yeah. 500. Slightly yeah. different scenarios. But, I mean, he could. Joseph won the Indy 500, right? Anything's mm-hmm. possible at this point. So, I mean, why not? It's the Daytona. That's his missing so ring, right? I can't right? give
0: you a definitive answer. That's his missing ring, the Daytona 500, at this yep. point. Learn so. them. Yeah,
1: and then with the brickyard back, he's got another one. He's got
0: to. Figure oh, Pinsky! I feel like Pinsky always brings the best stuff to the brickyard. I think he'll be. He'll get that yeah. one day. He'll, he'll get, get it one day. One day. Roger, I say next Roger's, five years. Rogers gonna cheat cheat that one up.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then so.
2: Taylor, did you have an answer? Did you answer this one?
1: Yeah, I think next five years, Blaney will definitely get a 500 win. I can guarantee it almost. Is it next year? Probably guarantee not. Guarantee
2: it. I, Come on, girl. You
0: know what race you're talking about? Come on.
1: <laughs> hey, he's really good at super speedway races. He has Talladega figured out. Like, oh, somehow, well. some way, He's always there. That's true. Um,
0: he, is, he does win so, at Talladega, like, consistently. It is. Yeah. That's, that's true. I mean, yeah. We he, see the 500, though. It's so different. Like, well, with Tony right. Stewart, Kyle Busch, they never won it yet. Denny Hamlin
1: has it figured out, though. He's got the formula down. That's
0: true, but it's just such a mythical race. It's just it's hard to just be like, and then there's guys like Austin Cedric waltzing up in here. Yep, yep, I'm an eight tonal five run champion. Yay! Like (laughs) Trevor
2: Bain. Oh, Trevor Bain. Trevor Bain.
1: That, that, uh, Austin Cedric, I love Austin Cedric. Don't get me wrong. I, I really do love him.
2: You had a look but of that disgust whole, on your
0: face when I brought that up.
1: <laughs> that whole moment still haunts me. Yeah. That was Blaney's 500. Oh. It was his.
0: Nope. The, da- listen, Austin- the, 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 the Daytona 500 chooses who the winner is. It's, it's, <laughs> Blaney has to wait for his moment. He doesn't
2: have That's to true. choose.
1: That's fair. That's fair. God. Fair.
2: Oh, what, a, what a race. What a race. And. That kind of ties into this next question yeah. because your Daytona 500 winner has got to be a part of this question. So, this is from Seth Eggert. Who will be the first driver to win for each manufacturer? You're going to love my answers.
0: Ooh, right oh, here. boy. Me, oh boy. Me. And
2: well, I won't tell, I'm not going to tell
0: you who the Daytona 500 winner is going to be, okay? Bubba Wallace. Yeah, y'all can figure that out. Brad Kislowski. So, Bubble Wallace will be the first winner for Toyota. Brad will be the first winner for Ford. And then Kyle Larson will be the first winner Damn. for Chevrolet. That makes sense.
2: So Who's so Larson's today, not the 500
0: winner? You don't know that. He's not. Larson. He, re- he almost won this year. He was running up front at the end of it. You don't know that. Certainly oh. Brad Keselowski ain't going to win it. He's never going to win that race. <laughs> <sighs> that, that ship has sailed. I'm sorry. He's not winning that race. It's JK. Oh he gosh. might. I don't know. Um. It's funny, though, because I could also be talking about Atlanta, too. You, you don't know. Because we have so two true. Super Speedway is starting the season so it's like oh my god so i just picked i'm yeah who you i don't know i don't know
1: i like it
2: thinking about it now i forgot atlanta's race too yeah Mm -hmm. that's a really good that's a really good pick Zach. actually yeah i like it and then what after that, Vegas, Um,
0: vegas and phoenix and like something else yeah taylor
1: so are we counting the clash or mm. are we just going straight into points and races? No. That's my question.
0: Thank
1: God. Okay, cool. We're good. We're good.
2: So, <laughs> did Truex win the clash this gotta, year did you I You got a pick, up? Taylor?
0: She did. Yeah, okay. did. I didn't remember. Okay, anyway, sorry. What's your pick, Taylor? <laughs> yeah.
1: I uh, I gotta go with, I think Hamlin for Toyota. Um, Chevy. I think I'm going to go with Byron. I knew
0: you were going to say that. William Byron. Yeah, that
1: feels that feels fine. And then for I know, like William Byron, um, it just makes the <laughs> most sense, you know. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um,
1: and then for Ford, oh god, that's a tough one. That is tough. I you know, I think I'm going to go with Joey, I'm gonna go with Logano.
0: Oh, it is an even, yet yeah, true even number year. Joey's back. He's back from yeah. vacation. Even number he's year. He's recharged. He's recharged, and he's
1: a first half of the season type of guy, typically too. So I, I feel like it's fair to say. Yeah,
0: true. I could see him getting away. I mean, well, he won at Atlanta early, like last year, so that could happen. Yep. Yeah, I can see it. That's a good. Those are good picks. What about mm-hmm. you,
2: Alex? Did you say Alex already? I have. Mm-mm. I have not. Okay. So I'm gonna go with. Ryan Blaney, Bubba Wallace, and William Byron.
0: I like it. William Byron. Oh, why are you making a William (laughs) Byron? (laughs) I think William
2: Byron's gonna win. Y'all are so
0: boring. William Byron. William Byron. I go to sleep every time William Byron wins. I was like, good night. So over him. Anyways, (laughs) William Byron hate a slide. (laughs) Um. Our next question God. is from Jonathan, I don't know if I'm going to say Jonathan Field, is that right? Did you make a typo or Field. His,
1: f- f- Field. Field? Field.
0: Field. That's his name. It's That's Jonathan his name. Field. Okay. Yes. Field. I've seen him. Field. I've seen him before. So Jonathan asked how will Stuart Haas Racing do in
2: 2024? Oh no. I got this one. You got this got one. Let's go, go ahead. <laughs> Bad. <gasps>
0: I did not see that one co- that's Wow, it. that's what my a answer. hot take. Bad. What a hot take. Um, you mean the team with like almost like what two new drivers and like two other <laughs> drivers that still weren't really that experienced that have been going downhill? The for most the last experienced four years, drivers
2: chase Briscoe.
0: Who was somehow the worst last year? Somehow. I mean, there is nothing going for that team. At all. Like, Mm -mm. unless somehow, the only hope is that the Mustang Dark Horse is somehow, like, overpowered, and they can be, like, the fourth best team because they're the fourth best forward team. (laughs) Like, I just don't see, I don't see much for them in their future. I just, it's just, Mm -mm. I wrote in my doc that they're going to be dog poo poo. No cars in the playoffs. Oh, my God. No wins. Yeah. No, oh. mm-hmm. I don't sit. In... Yeah. No, I mean, there's nothing bad. else to say. That's we're not. There's nothing else to say. Like they're gonna suck. Sorry, sorry if you're yeah. a Tony Stewart fan or whatever. I think, but
1: I think they'll at least get one win. I'm thinking. I think they'll at least like get on one. a
2: super speedway.
1: Super speedway, or I'm thinking Ryan Priest at a short track
2: how
0: many wins He's do they have in the next year on short track. they have three wins in the next gen era like one with Chase briscoe two with harvick they didn't win at all this year right yeah yeah
1: correct hmm.
2: yeah i mean i don't
1: know so you know
2: what i'll, I'll say this maybe they'll get a dual win again and that's that it. was
1: my other thought a dual win or an all-star win of some sort oh
0: yeah, yeah eric won that's the it pool. yeah
2: nothing else that's true that's all that's all they can hope for i guess yeah oh yeah, Hell yeah. And then, last NASCAR-related question. Then we have a couple IndyCar ones. and Then we'll go into our bold predictions. Um, should the Clash go back to Daytona? This is from John on Instagram.
1: I'll take this one. Yeah, go take ahead and take
2: this one. Mm-hmm. Yes. What? Just yes. Oh. Yes. Whoa.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. Zach, Zach has is left the out.
0: chat. <laughs> what? Girl, explain yourself. Yeah. What do I you mean, mean?
1: Okay, so... Okay, listen. I, I know for the teams, that sucks because you're tearing up equipment. It's not cost-effective at all. Like, that's awful. But, like, the nostalgia of it, though, is so fun. All of the ATYL crew wants this to happen. Like, we are all, all what, five really? of us at this point are on board. Yeah, we just, we love it. We also want um the, the Firecracker 400 back. We, we want Daytona in the summer as well, okay. like that one I'm race for team... 4th of July. So, we're all about that, too. I
0: am team Firecracker 400. I am team Firecracker 400. Um... Yeah. So my argument against that is just like I feel like the duels have kind of replaced what the clash used to be somewhat like as this early I mean that's fair. So before it's like before the 500 preview the cars they're racing at Daytona and since the duels have kind of lost focus on like who's making the race and you know we have reward points for the duels now too like the top 10 get points. I keep forgetting about that. It's just like I don't know it's just like i feel like the clash It in this we saw this it was just getting so redundant like we were having all these races at daytona before the 500 and it just felt so redundant and again i used to love me- the shootout i used to love the clash but it's just yeah i don't know if we can capture the same the same magic for what is an exhibition race when we were already going to race at daytona so much that week i don't know
1: and I think for me too because we used to have speed weeks like yes. it was it was a big event and that's why I'm like I think if we brought the clash back to Daytona it would at least kind of bring speed weeks back to its former glory a little bit yeah. in a sense because now it's like speed weeks is like speed three days and yeah. you're done so that's would, part of the nostalgia.
2: I
0: feel like with speed weeks they need to find a way to try to get the Rolex like the week before the 500. I don't know if that would work though because it's always like mm. the Super Bowls kind of conflicting with their schedule most of the time but yeah that's the only problem yeah. but like still like i don't know i that would be the only way i could see them bringing it back because it's and especially with where the clash is at la which is just is such a cool event just culturally yes. and they could do that anywhere else they showed that they can build a racetrack anywhere in any stadium so it's just like i don't know it's hard i yeah I, I love the nostalgia of it like that's where i kind of agree with you because there was something about seeing like just a few select drivers, the poll winners from the previous year. It's like Dale Jr. and Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart. They're battling out for this meaningless win at Daytona, but they're still doing it because that's what NASCAR is <laughs> about. You got to bring back right. the, the the draw, the qualifying yeah. draw show that they used to have on speed with like um the Budweiser bottles. I don't know if you all know what I'm talking about. Yes. Yeah, yes. I you would remember. watch that all yeah. the time. It was those like rare. Oh, I, was, got like, God, I got you. I got you. Kenny Wallace was like at the. He was like the host of the show or something. He was like hyping everyone up. Like the dude would pull the pole flag, and Kenny, Kenny oh. Wallace is like, Oh, oh, look at this! It's like it was just so stupid, but it was so great. And it's like, but you also like got to see the drivers for the first time in the year. Like that could be where like Joey Logano showing off his new haircut, yeah. Yeah. his new hair implants. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you, this is where. I don't know. Honestly. There's a lot of charm to it. Make it an event. Make it an event. Yeah. But that's what you would have to do to bring it back, which I don't know. Or like put some gimmicks in it, kinda like what they were doing with the all star race at Texas. I don't know. It's hard because NASCAR, the regular season, already has so many weird races and gimmicks and stuff. Like it's just hard to it's hard to sell just a meaningless race at Daytona. That's my problem.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm fine with it at the LA Coliseum. If they want to like move it around to different co- like the coliseums with different stadiums, to try it. Mm-hmm. Sure. I don't. I feel like we're past it going back to Daytona. Like I wouldn't mind it, but I was at the last one in 2020 before the world like fell apart. Uh, that was a disaster. It was. <laughs> uh yeah. So I, I don't know. I don't think they'll. I guess they did the road course the year after, but like that traditional Ooh, Daytona oval.
0: Uh-uh.
2: Um. Yeah, the road course wasn't really giving. I I thought it was cool.
0: Well... No. Well... It was cool. mm, I won a NASCAR race on the Daytona road course, and I think that's the only way I'm going to get it. So, yes, Clash should be at Daytona, but it's on the road (laughs) course. That's the team I'm on, the most unpopular team out there.
1: I will say, though, to to your guys' credit, though, I mean, what's great about the Clash is that it brings NASCAR... It, it's a different flavor to NASCAR, in a sense. I mean, it's a whole different event. You have what... Wiz Khalifa was, what, two Clashes ago? Last Clash. That, I mean, this Clash. I don't even know which one he performed at. But, like, that was... Or that was, was cool. it him? Who was it? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, that was pretty neat. Um, And we don't really have that when we had the Clash at Daytona. You're bringing it to a different audience. Like, it, it's it's. It's different, and I think that's what the sport needs. So, in that terms, yes, keep it at LA, but you know.
0: Yeah, and we'll it's a perfect them. kind of like you know, hey, right. you tune into the Daytona Five Hundred in two weeks, you know. So, yeah, I think yeah. it's I yeah. think it's pretty cool. Um, but we'll go ahead and, and now, get into let's Indy talk about questions. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. Zach, your like audio is so delayed. Is it? <laughs> I don't know I what it that. Is today. It is. I don't know why. That's annoying. It's well, like super delayed today. Um. But yeah, let's talk about IndyCar. Uh, we haven't talked about this on here yet, but Roman Grosjean is going to go to Yunko's Hollinger race and replacing Callum Eilat next year. Uh, don't think I like that. But Amy on Instagram asks, will Grosjean perform better at than he did at Andretti? I got bad news. Uh, I, say, I say yes, because it's a small team. Ooh. Because right. I think that a bigger team, Grosjean just gets too much pressure and he crashes he overdrives but we saw when he was at the 51 rick Ware car point he did he did pretty good but i think he'll do better at yungos it's just like is the pressure of that team now having a mclaren partnership is that going to keep the pressure there i don't know i what do you guys think
0: here's the thing roman grosjean i'm kind of off the train with him here i'm claiming another soul um, sorry, Roman Grosjean fans, but he has not. He's so washed. He is so washed, like actually washed. Not like me calling Joseph Newgarden washed. Like he's actually gone washed. The dishes are done. Like he has not dishes won a race done. in over a decade. Like, like I thought I still Damn. liked girls the last time he won a race. Like it's been that long. <laughs> it's been that long i oh and God. ready was his best chance to win a race he had so many opportunities yeah and he just did not deliver and i just i'm not saying his career is done but it's just like why should i expect him to perform better at this smaller slower worse team i just don't see mm-hmm. it happening so
1: i'm I'm in the same boat as you. There are so many races. This is my first year that I've really watched a full IndyCar season. So I, I love it. It's so much fun. Um, and he was one of the drivers I was watching because I also watched Formula One a few years prior and I kind of fell off the Formula One bandwagon. But every time I saw him race and obviously watching drivers to Survive, he just, it was disaster after disaster. I'm like, all right, maybe IndyCar is better for him. Th- that was not no. really the case. No. Um, and I was so disappointed because I really like him. But again, I don't think going to a smaller team, um, not as, I guess not as funded per se, is going to do him justice. Maybe he'll surprise us and I would love to see it. But I have to agree with you, Zach. It's
0: I could just... still see him having great runs, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know if it's something I can quantify as better.
1: Right. But I would, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on the same yeah. wavelength. Yeah. That sucks,
2: man. So now, next question is from Colin on Twitter. Does Aero McLaren make the jump to being consistently competitive? I have no idea. I
0: feel like they're so focused on so uh many extracurriculars, like Kyle Larson's 500, and then like they're always like, oh, what driver is from IndyCar is going to go to F1, and all the contract drama, the Ox Below thing. It's just like, I think this year, either maybe they'll finally get a hold of it, and then mm-hmm. finally, like, put the resources in that they need to and get some results. But, I mean, what, they didn't have a single win last year? Like, that's embarrassing for for you being, you know, McLaren, an organization that's in F1 to come to IndyCar and not even get a win. And Ganassi and Penske, Alex, I mean, you know this. They're not slowing down. They're not slowing down anytime yeah. soon. Unless, you know, maybe – I mean, Alex Pelostow at Ganassi. Newgarden is still there at Penske. Scott McLaughlin's only getting better. I mean, it's just, you have to beat those teams to win races. And I don't, I don't see what McLaren is doing yet to do that. I think I only see stuff that's distracting them from that goal. So
2: I don't, I'm not really, I'm not really sold. 100%.
1: Yeah.
2: And then our last question here for IndyCar, which IndyCar driver is going to get the Formula One buzz over the summers from Cosmic Space Slug on Instagram.
0: Yeah. Well Alex, who do you I don't I, I don't I, I have an idea, but I want to hear what you have to say, Alex. So I feel like you're more in yeah. tune with this stuff.
2: So I think it's gonna be Kyle Kirkwood. Okay. Because Ooh. he's he's also at Andretti, but I think oh, he God, is too. more he's a lot better in my opinion than Colton Herta, at least consistency wise. And ready if they can like push through on this whole F1 deal they're trying to do people to be like well why would you send Herda over there when he's running like 15th or crashing every week when you can have Kyle Kirkwood well, I think it's gonna fair. have a breakout season next year I think it's gonna be Kirkwood who's gonna end up getting this it's, it's gonna happen every year otherwise you could say Christian Lungard but I don't think it's gonna happen at a smaller team right now yeah. with Ray Hall but Mm-mm. yeah Kyle Kirkwood yeah
0: well you know I kind of agree kyle kirkwood's probably your guy but i'm gonna pick someone different just to be different mm. i'm gonna pick kyle larson <laughs> larson <laughs> kyle larson you heard it here first kyle right. larson's going to f1 i'm being 100 oh. sure he's going to f1 kyle larson is so the he's gonna win the car indy car 500 dra- he's gonna win the indy 500 Night. the f1 teams are gonna be like oh who's this guy i want this guy in my race car Lewis Hamilton? Nope. Max Verstappen? Who are you? Nope. Get out. Kyle Larson. wow. Kyle Larson to Red Bull. Wow. Yep. <laughs> it's happening. Kyle Larson's going to F1. Bye, NASCAR. So, That's, a
1: That's a bold prediction. That's a bold prediction. Yep.
0: Who did I want? To, oh, I wanted Alex Pelot to Red Bull. Like, seriously. I want him to be in Red Bull. I feel like yeah. he could actually do something. Oh, had this, like, I would love brainstorm that. Rainstorm
2: of that happening. Yeah.
0: So... That's yeah, but no, Kyle Larson going NFT one. That's my that's my answer.
2: Awesome, very awesome. Well, <laughs> well, with that, let's take a quick break yep. for just us, and then for you guys, we'll be right back in just a second. But we're gonna talk about our bull predictions and make our Champ Four and Championship predictions for next year. Yep. See you in a minute.
0: And we are back. Zach, Alex, and Taylor Kitchen back with you here to talk about. Our bold predictions for the 2024 NASCAR season. And Alex, I'm going to let you kick this off. What is your bold prediction for the 2024 NASCAR season? Oh, wait. Did we talk about the ones? Yeah, we already did that earlier. We talked about our ones from earlier.
2: So, and we were so wrong. So, We've what are we that.
0: getting wrong this year?
2: So, I will not be wrong on this because it's going to happen, Zach. Joseph Newgarden's going to race at Iowa Speedway in NASCAR
0: yes. in 2024. And I am going
2: to will this into existence. I am tagging PPG. I am tagging Hitachi. You're tagging all I'm the tagging partners. Verizon. I'm tagging Team Pinsky, my best friend, my best friend over there. I'm gonna be tagging all of them. Be like, hey, I'm making this happen. You have the Xfinity race. I don't care. he have yeah. gotta run that. That's I could see Indy him in the car off Xfinity weekend. Race.
1: Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Although like, come maybe on, let's do know, it. maybe
0: they will put him in the cu- They've done that before. Like they when, remember when Montoya was in the cup car for like the twelve? Yeah. Mm-hmm. like they mm-hmm. had them do like two races i could see i could see them do it because it's like a i don't know maybe xfinity would be cool though because i want it so bad yeah yeah because i don't even know if they still have like an xfinity like they obviously they don't have an xfinity team anymore but i don't i don't know like if it's hard to put something together for that i don't know i don't know how that works but
2: roger would find a way oh he always yeah. does
0: um, oh yeah well that's a cool bold prediction that's so sweet and wholesome Um, anyways, got to claim another soul here. Two souls, actually. (laughs) Two for one deal. Um, so, you know, it really hit me that there's only three guys left in NASCAR from when I started watching in like 2007, 2008. Denny Mm -hmm. Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Martin Truex, right? Harvick retiring and stuff. Um, and that, you know, that kind of hit me, hit me a little bit harder than I wanted it to. And I think it's going to hit them a little hard too. Now, Denny Hamlin, I'm going to exclude from this because I think he's just... I'm not sure what he's going to do next year. He might still be the same Denny Hamlin that we expect of him, but I don't know. However, Kyle Busch and Martin Truex Jr. I'm going to say right now, my bold prediction is they are going to go winless in 2024. Martin Hmm. Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch. They're going to, Kyle Busch will miss the playoffs. I think Martin Truex will make the playoffs on points, but he's going to be a shock exit in the round of 16. So mm. that's my bold okay. prediction. There's a lot of layers to it. Yeah. Kyle, like Kyle Bush is just I think his career's kind of on the way out because RCR is just kind of not looking good at all. Like I, I just don't He have won to.
2: three races this year.
0: Okay. Sweetheart, Sugar Plum.
2: <laughs> uh-huh.
0: This his last one was in June. Yeah. yes, Kyle Busch has had season but like, remember 2019, for example, when he won all of those races early in 2019 and then he, his only race that he won late 2019 was the championship race. And then 2020, he continues like his slump does ba- almost doesn't win a race. I just think mm-hmm. that slump that he's had at the end of the season is going to continue into next year. Like I, he's not going to win races cause he has not been running. Like he was running earlier in the year, you know, the team's. I mean, what, Ford has figured stuff out. Um, Chevy, excuse me, Chevy and Hendrick and Toyota and Gibbs, they have just furthered themselves, like, up the order, I feel like. And RCR, I just have no faith in. I don't know how you could. There's just, there's nothing mm-hmm. about that team that's positive. I mean, we saw their whole meltdown over the Xfinity Martinsville race. Like, it's just, yeah, Fair I don't point. have faith in that team. Sorry. So, I and Kyle Busch, of course, as a mm-hmm. driver, I just think... We've seen it the last few years. He's just kind of on the way out. He's mm-hmm. you no; know, those three wins he that he had this year were kind of his biggest moments in his career since like his championship. Am I wrong?
2: Like, you're not really wrong, know. actually. So, man, he's, he's I, kind of not, on the way I really wish he won the Daytona twenty five hundred this year. Now, yeah, Ugh, whatever.
1: <laughs> it's fine. We'll get over it. And then
0: Truex, we already kind of talked about Truex earlier, like in his playoff run, but he's just kind of, I think he's just kind of like the boat has sailed. The boat has sailed. Like I just, yeah. He should have, he should be like a three time champion in this playoff format, but he's just, he's not.
1: He should. It's always mistakes for him and his team that take him out of the championship.
0: Yeah. And I think he's going to have a season kind of like what he had in 21 and 22, where like he, maybe he'll win one race. I think he'll be like kind of decently fast, but I don't think they're going to be able to execute and get a win. So,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, interesting.
0: So, Taylor, what do what do you have for a bold prediction this year? Okay,
1: I I literally can't pick just one, so I'm gonna I'm That's gonna kind of go off on a tangent here with like two separate ones. Um, on the same bandwagon as Martin Truex Jr., I think next year he's going to announce that it's his final year. Um, I, yeah, I think 2024 I is it. He's not going to be returning in 2025. Um, again, I do think the the ship has sailed. Um, this year was a last-minute announcement, kind of, kind of, I guess, Michigan. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I think he wants to go out of the sport competitive. I think the chances for him doing that are starting to slow down a little bit more. Um, so, yeah, I think... Next year this is his last year, and then the other bold prediction I have, if I just want to get more bold, because I feel like that's kind of probable, um, I think NASCAR will announce that they are going to try to revive Rockingham next year. Um, I also think that we also will get an announcement that we're going to Montreal in 2025, um, or somewhere overseas, like or not overseas, but um, outside of the USA, I should say. So,
0: Rockingham that intrigues me because I'm not sure like what. Not what they would do with it, but like what, like where on the calendar is this gonna go? Right, like, is it just gonna be Xfinity yeah. and trucks? Is like if there's a cup date, what what track loses a date? And it's like my thought know, process
1: is it would be truck. Was was my thought process to start it off? And here's the thing with Rockingham, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere. So that's where I'm like, yeah. okay, so maybe not because demographic-wise, you're not pulling in a whole lot of people. But for nostalgia's sake and to revive something, I think that would be a track that you would bring the Truck Series to. Um, again, it's a long shot because, again, NASCAR is looking at bigger markets, um, different demographics, things like that. So it, it's a long shot. But, you know, go big or go home. Why not? Bring yeah.
0: back the rock. And Montreal, so, though, of course. Oh, yeah, go ahead, Alex.
2: So, Rockingham is interesting because that track they have, they got the same money, COVID relief money that North Wilkesboro did. Right. And they've made a lot of improvements to that facility. They have lights now, they Mm -hmm. repaved the track. Was it that safer barrier now, too? I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like they've done a lot. So, like it would be ready to host a cup race, but it's just like, wouldn't NASCAR want two tracks in the same state again? North Wilkesboro. And Rockingham, that are middle of nowhere, I don't know. Really, that'd be cool, but I think the track is ready if they wanted to do it. Right. Yeah, yeah.
0: that's a that's a hard that's a hard one for me to imagine. It's I don't know because it's just I don't I feel like that market is so saturated. Yeah, it is. it is. It is what it is. But um, Montreal, though, of course, I think we can all agree on that we want to see, and yeah. It's, i think it's likely in the next few years maybe 2025 is when it finally happens you know i think there's nothing else to say like we should we should be racing in canada at the top level i just think that's obvious thing yeah but it's a great track great racing um great facility obviously it's an f1 well it's technically like not even a it's not even like a permanent racetrack is it because it's like in a park right yeah
2: yeah. I think so. so mm-hmm. it's, te-
0: it's technically yeah. like a weird, like, street... This, does that mean it's, like, our second yeah, I mean... street race? Because it's technically... <laughs> I mean... Mm, kind of. I guess. Kind of?
2: <laughs> I don't know. Kind of, yeah. A little
0: different. There was this one website that, like, took the averages, like, from the road courses, but they like, had Chicago separately. I'm just like, come on. Come mm. on. It's a road course. Just put it... Put it with the... Whatever. And then.
2: <laughs> anyways um Anyways. So... Our championship four, and then we'll make a championship prediction. Yeah. Shall we move on to that, you guys. This is exciting. So mm-hmm. so I'll go first. We're not going to list our champion yet. So we're going to list all. Mm-hmm. So we
0: take turns listing our four. Okay.
2: So it's an even year. Joy Logano is back. Yeah. Championship four. Lock him in. I have William Byron. I have Tyler Reddick. And I also have Brad Keselowski.
0: Wow. Love I think it. that's
2: my wild card. I, I, I could see it.
0: Wow. That'd you don't be, sound impressed, Zach. That'd be really interesting. The thing with Kislowski, yeah. I'm just like, when was the last time he was in the final four? Was that 2020, right? I think. Yeah, I think so. It's yeah. It's just been a while since he's been there, and I, I don't know if any other drivers had that kind of gap where they weren't in the final four and then they came back in. So that'd be kind of cool. Um, so my final four is, of course, Joey Logano, lock him. Um, Chastain, Ross Chastain. Hmm. Kyle Larson, and I also have Tyler Reddick, just as Alex has. So, okay. yeah. And then, Taylor, what do you have?
1: Gotta say, I am back and forth with all of this. I love Tyler Reddick in your championship 4 i I'm here for it. That would be awesome to happen. um Alex, I love Brad Kozlowski in the championship four. I kind of went the opposite direction with that. Of course, Logano, lock him in. The stats don't lie. And then I went with yep. Chris Busher. Um, As opposed to his teammate Brad Keselowski, I did go with Byron as well, and Denny Hamlin. I think will make another championship four appearance after not the past two seasons. (laughs) Right,
2: cool. Well, yeah. The reason the reason I kept Denny out is because he declared it's his year. He he already jinxed himself before it even started. (laughs) No, it's over.
0: I'm not picking Denny for anything ever again. He's let me down so much on Gay Racing Podcast Fantasy. He's let me down so much. I'm just no. He's not getting a spot. Like, when when we make playoff predictions, I'm going to put him as redacted. I'm not even listing his name. Wow. Redacted. Redacted. I'm not even. I'm done with him. I'm so done with him. So now I guess we'll go ahead and make our champion predictions of the four that we picked. And I'm very, very interested to see what we pick out of these four. And it's so hard to predict what's going to happen in one race a year from now. But yeah. Um, Alex, do you want to go first? We'll just do the same order.
2: Yeah. So, my champion, I think this team is going to have a breakout year. Not just my champion, but the whole team. I think we have a breakout year. I'm saying Tyler Reddick's going to win the championship next year. And 2311 it. and Bubba Wallace are going to win a lot next year. I think Bubba Wallace is going to be like a true contender. I, think I don't Bubba think it will make championship four. Revenue. Yeah. Like, I oh. think they're going to take a huge step. They're getting better every year. Like, this year was huge for them. Yep. They just need to be able to show up in the round of eight. Because Reddick was kind of forgettable this year. But I think they're getting better every year. I think they're really going to do it. So Denny will get a championship, but not as a driver.
0: Love it. You know, kind of continuing on that, like a newer driver winning the championship, a newer team winning the championship. I'm going with Ross Chastain as my 2024 champion. Wow. And here's my logic is obviously he won at Phoenix, our our last race of the season. He's going to be good at Phoenix or whatever. He's been good at Phoenix like every time he shows up there actually but you know I just think that team I just feel like they have so much potential that they are going to realize Ross Chastain is such an interesting driver to me he's got so much talent that he's just having trouble harnessing but I think this year you know it's just a matter of time before he figures out exactly kind of the level that he needs to perform at
3: mm-hmm.
0: so I think Chastain they're going to show up next year and Talk also about Chevy. Let's talk about Chevy too, because Chevy is the only manufacturer not coming with a new body this year. I think that's going to give them a lot of early season success. It's going to let Chastain and other guys like that rack up the playoff points to make it through the rounds. Mm-hmm. And because it's, again, it's a body they've already, they're familiar with. So, yeah, I mean, Chastain, because, you know, Larson, it could just be, it could be Larson. It could be Reddick. Could Logano, could, you know, trip three in a row for Team Penske, but. I just feel I have this vibe about Chastain. This vibe about Chastain, because honestly, it's so hard to predict. Push uh, beer be. on the car too. Is that true? It's yeah. so hard to predict who's the champion's gonna be this early. But I got a vibe about Chastain, so I'm gonna go with. I, that. I like
2: it. But add on to Chastain, I mentioned Bush. That'd be ten years after Harvick's with Budweiser. Mm, That'd be kind of cool. Cool. Ten years yeah. after. Um, my concern with them is that they're just so hot and cold. Track houses mm-hmm. like they're super hot when they're hot, but then yeah. they're cold. They are ice cold. Well,
0: and they have a lot going on was next year this year too. You know what? I just because they're going to be supporting
2: so. Zane Smith as well. I just thought right, of that. That. like are they going to spread themselves? Are they going to like sp- they're kind of yeah, having SPG a McLaren too. problem? Mm. I'm yeah. still sticking with it. Yeah, I, don't
1: care. I, like it though. I like
2: it though. It's I like it. Yeah, like I could see it. They just need to get back to the energy they had last year, and I think Ross mm-hmm. needs to stay aggressive, like yeah. he was at Phoenix.
0: I think mm-hmm. he's going to figure that out. Like. I think he's gonna figure that out. He'll find the
2: balance. The villains found his power, Zach. Yeah. I really said earlier this year
0: to see who Taylor's gonna pick. I mean, I love how you have Busher in your final four, because I think he's this year, I think he's he's gonna be so close to making it this year. That's what I'm Mm -hmm. predicting. But who's who's your champion out of these four? Logano, Busher, Byron Hamlin?
1: For me, the the obvious choice would be William Byron, right? I mean, I feel like it is, but here's the thing. Um I am a Denny Hamlin fan, Uh-oh. uh, to a fault uh, at this point in my life. <laughs> and I know he said, this is his year. Next year is his year and I'm sure he's going to jinx himself, but you know what? If it's not next year, it's never going to happen. So screw it, mm. Denny Hamlin champion in 2024.
2: All right. Bookmark okay.
1: it. Let's go. <laughs> okay,
2: man. Fair if Denny gets a championship, I would be so happy. Like yeah. genuinely, I'd be so happy because it's like this poor man has been through the ringer. Like he deserves one, I think. But like you gotta earn it.
1: For man, me, that'd it's be so cool. Gotta earn it, but too, he's talked a lot of smack. At some point, that smack has. has gotta pay off.
2: You so, would hope
1: so. You would hope so, and
0: that's the hope. It does. Well, here's the thing: I talk a lot of smack on this show, and it never pays off. So <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> See the Gay Racing Podcast fantasy standings. Um. <laughs>
2: What <laughs> I really want, I want Chastain Hamlin in the final four together, and they yes. have a battle like Blaney and Chastain did before the championship, something like that. That'd be great. because someone's getting wrecked in that case. Oh I, yeah, someone's wrecked. So that's what the cups. I, it's I'd funny because
0: like it. this year, like, oh, they're racing so respectfully. No. Come on. We're here mm-hmm. for the entertainment. Let's get some let's get some door banging. Come on.
1: I think to where Hamlin, like he says he's going to race aggressively, but when it comes down to like even Martinsville, he had a chance to be aggressive and he wasn't. He was he raced pretty respectfully and he was like I just wasn't our year and I felt like he, he kind of gave up X. at Martinsville. He
0: pulled a true He did. X. God.
1: So, it's just next year. Like no mercy. Show no mercy when you get to Martinsville. If you were in a do or die situation, he needs to just he needs to be the villain that we know he is. No. And just go into Phoenix Championship Four, but it all it always comes down to Martinsville for him, and that's you know, where he stumbled.
0: That's why earlier in the playoffs, I was kind of picking him to win because I thought Denny, like at Pocono, yeah. when he put Larson in the wall, Same. it's like, oh, Denny's finally like realizing that he just needs to just not give a crap and just put people in yeah. the wall to win this championship because that's what the playoffs are asking you to do. So, mm-hmm. but this year maybe yeah. maybe he'll have more of that energy this year. And again, of course, Logano, we all put him in our Final Four. Oh yeah. Yes, it's an even number a year, but I mean, for real though, Penske is going for three in a row, and yeah. Syndrich. I don't think Cindric's our guy. I'm no. predicting a Blaney championship hangover. So like Logano,
3: mm-hmm.
0: everyone's going to be looking at Logano. Watch him in the round of eight because yeah. if he makes it, they're going to yeah. light up. That they've done it for the last two years. They they just have something.
1: Great tracks for Penske as well. Yeah. In the round of eight.
2: Yeah, and they're going to figure and out. And I just want to add. Buddy. I just want to add about Vinny that it really might be his last year. This might've been his last chance too, because Uh the younger guys are getting better and better. Like Byron changed at four. I think you probably possibly pencil him in there. And like Austin Sendrick, I think he's going to have a really good year. I think he's going to finally get it. It Uh takes him some time. It took him a long time in Xfinity. And like these spaces, there's only four spots for that final four and even eight for the round prior it's hard to make it right now. I mean, if RFK's back, I mean, it's two more. I mean, I don't know. Denny's running out of time. He isn't getting younger either, mm-hmm. which is so weird for me to say. He's been watching since his rookie year. God. But, yeah, I think he's got to do it one of these next few years, obviously.
0: imagine but This
2: might have been the last year.
0: Imagine yeah. he's battling Redick, his own driver, for the championship. I know. That would be and insane. then at that Ooh. point...
1: I feel like he's sometimes in that situation, he's put his team over himself. We've seen it at super speedways as well. When yeah. I think, I think when Bubba fell back or maybe it was him and Bubba went to rescue him or maybe it was a reverse remember situation that, here.
0: Roughly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember that, yeah.
1: But as a team owner, I think more likely because you have more, even to money invested time invested, just even sometimes passion invested. You're going to choose your team versus yourself. And I think if it, we get in that situation where Hamlin's in, where it's going to be him versus Reddick, I think he might be a little selfless and help Reddick. But you never know.
0: I hope yeah. they have like a two thousand one Daytona five hundred moment where it's like <laughs> Denny's put well, wow. Denny's pushing like both his cars to like the win. That'd be great. Yeah. Without Pretty the bad cute. stuff, of course.
1: Yeah, without Obviously. the without the bad stuff. Yes. I was like, oh god.
0: Yeah. Sorry. Uh. <laughs> Was, like, course, we well, yeah, like you know, that's we know what that race is famous for, of course, but ugh, yeah. we're infamous for. But, um, but yeah, so that's our that's our bold predictions. That's our championship four and champion predictions, and certainly we might make some more at the beginning of next season. But that's that's all we got. That's all she wrote. And I'm I'm excited for next year. We had again we talked about it this year, but 2023 was so amazing. It was a great season for NASCAR and racing in general, IndyCar. Is also looking great. So, um, Taylor, thank you so much for joining us on our final episode of the year. Your book, you bookended the Gay Racing Podcast in twenty twenty three. I think.
1: I'm so honored. I yes. love it. Thank you for having me. It was so much fun. Yeah. It's always fun.
0: So, so fun, Taylor. Where can where can the listeners find you on social media, your YouTube channel, um, all of that?
1: Yeah. So um, it's at underscore Taylor Kitchen underscore on um, Twitter and tiktok and then at above the yellow line literally everywhere else um and then obviously all my full-length stuff is on the toby Christie com social media platform so i'm kind of all over the place but i guess the best way to find me is just go to above the yellow line.com it literally has everywhere you can find me there so probably the easiest place yeah
0: above the yellow line that's probably definitely the easiest way to find you love the name it's just such a creative name and it ties (laughs) under the racing and it's cool and we love yellow yellow is my second favorite color so (laughs) i love
1: that good ahead.
0: (laughs) um and yeah so alex we're wrapping up our final episode of the season and you know we've we've had a great year and i didn't even know this you wrote this down apparently we did not miss a single week this year is that really true
2: yeah yeah we didn't skip a single week we didn't take like a break which we're taking like a two-month break now probably (laughs) like you'll hear from us next either sometime between this episode and the Rolex 24 that's the next time you'll hear from us sometime in there uh yeah, we somehow did it. The past few years, we've taken like a break here and there, and they were warranted. But this year, we just kept on trucking, as Vince Welch would say. Keep on trucking. Yeah. Uh, thanks, thanks for all the support to our listeners. Like, this has been such a fun year. Like, yeah. this podcast is yeah. always so fun with you, Zach. So, and thank yeah. you to you, Zach, of course. It's because... fun.
0: It's fun just getting to like take everything I have to say about the race, putting it out here on this platform, and. We have we have plans. We want to make this podcast mm-hmm. bigger. We want to m- improve the quality of it. And we have plans for 2024. We're not going to talk about them yet, but Our you know, cooking. there's we are we are going to be cooking over the off season to kind of bring us up another level because, you know, Alex is really really serious about doing, you know, having a career in racing and I definitely want to support that and I also want this podcast to go far because it would, be, it would be nice being able to do something like this for a legit job. But
2: That'd we're, awesome. we're going to do our best. That's the dream.
0: We're going to do our best to just kind of use our passion, grow this podcast as much as possible. I'm very excited to show you guys what we're thinking of in 2024. And, again, thank you for the support. I mean, you, your guys' retweets and comments and all of the guest questions that we had today. Like, yeah. you're giving us content, free content.
2: Like, like- two years ago we would be like what do you guys think of this we get like two comments we got so many i had to cut some questions that we got for this because we had like too many i didn't want this to be too long of an episode so yeah really really appreciate all you guys and to be like in the know of plans because things might be like announced or whatever in the off season make sure you follow us on all the socials at gay racing pod everywhere at new gaden for me everywhere zach is at dreamy zach gp
0: yeah i might change that soon. yeah i might change my username again
2: <laughs> again is that against like the times in during the podcast era can
0: i no. change my i, I might because i might go back to what are you dreamy gonna do zach. i might go back to dreamy zach rayson
2: oh because i'm classic. back in my
0: kyle larson fandom and it's kind of matching him so i might go back to that so
2: thought you were gonna say dreamy zach grp grp Oh, you're thinking about it.
0: that's a good idea. That's a really good idea. Wait,
2: wait, that's right? a really good idea. I'm just saying. Mm. Damn. Um,
0: Why, yeah. Damn, you cook. You cook that one. All right.
2: I know. Wow. But make sure you follow us on socials. We might be like announcing things. I have some ideas in the off season that to like maybe interact with you guys more. So. Yeah, we'll be back sometime between now and the Rolex 24. It might be like a bonus, not bonus episode, but like a special episode sometime. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Uh, write a five star review on Apple and we'll read it. We did not get a new one. So Zach's very disappointed in I'm all of you. So disappointed. Just kidding.
0: I expected better.
2: But I'm claiming your souls too,
0: since you guys didn't write a review. Your mm. souls have been claimed.
2: Yeah write a five-star review we'll read it in a future episode and any five-star ratings on Spotify are also appreciated
0: yep yeah please write a review you will get the souls of Roman Grosjean Mike Joy Martin Truex Kyle Busch you will get them back if you write a five-star review they are in my basement I don't actually have that I don't even have a girl basement. that's how far gone they are they are locked they are locked in the, the access the underground access like the door is locked there's stuff on top of it you will not get You're their souls mess. back until you write a five-star Apple review. Anyways, Tyler of Taylor mess. dying. I made Taylor laugh. So my goal for the Gay Racing Podcast was just have Taylor catch on and make her laugh. That's all I had to do. That's all I wanted to, to do. trying to hold
1: it together. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. We're going to end 2023 laughing. Thank you guys so much for all the support. We will see you guys next year. Bye-bye. Bye.